Welcome to Get the Word Out Podcast. Our continuing mission is to communicate and celebrate great stories of teaching and learning at the Bethlehem Area School District. We are your hosts, Laura Martin, Yvonne Zundel, and Patrick Conley. We are technology integration specialists at Bethlehem Area School District in Bethlehem, PA. I'm at the middle schools, Yvonne is at the high schools, and Patrick is at the elementary schools. This is episode six, Get the Word Out 2.0. Well, there we go. We had a nice long summer and the fall. Pretty long. And and now we're now we're back and it's almost Christmas. <laughs> I think I think fall is over. Right. Just about. Almost. But uh, we've revamped here with uh, Get the Word Out 2.0, and uh, but we have to recap and find out what what happened um, in the last, <laughs> not even the last few weeks, the last couple months. What have we done? So <laughs> what if, have we done? <laughs> if I can remember what happened in the summer for me, especially on the elementary side, it was a transition time because um, mm-hmm. we hired three new tech coaches on the elementary level. And then over the summer, we had quite a few meetings and we met with the new digital literacy teachers because we also renamed library and and, and have digital literacy teachers now. Uh, so we went over their scope and sequence, had some great, great meetings. And then we and then the tech coaches had to get together and say, OK, where do we go from here? So, you know, we had to review wonders again. Find out where what we're going is for wonders, that. Wonders, by the way, for wonders our listeners. Our, our new reading program from McGraw-Hill, mm-hmm. uh, K through five, actually uh, preschool through five, and preschool just started. Uh, so we had to review that and uh, how we're going to support it and then uh, then tackle the whole new year. And before you know it, here we are. So I went from 16 schools to four. Wow. <laughs> but I see, I see, I know that's what I was like, Hey, I'll be able to, you know, have coffee in the teacher's lounge. I'm more busy now than I was with 16 schools because now I know the teacher's names. I'm in a school all day long. They mm-hmm. know me. We set up a great program and, uh, it's great. I'm just, uh, all excited that's awesome. uh, to, to start this year. Well, it already started. Yeah, Yeah, by the way, this is uh, like December 7th. Yes. Hopefully this will be coming out soon so they don't know how long it takes for me to edit this. But anyway, uh, go ahead, Laura. Oh, Summer, what was it? I can't even believe we're here. Uh, So so our last episode was the Tech Academy spoiler episode. Right. Right Right before that in August. Right. So, right. We got together before Tech Academy and we talked about um, what was coming. We tried to like throw a few hooks out there, a few special words to remember. And now here we are and we're back, you know, for some time now. And I, I think since August 1st, I just hit the ground running and I barely even remember the summer. I mean, I took a course on Adobe for education, Mm. um, which by the way, are are free courses to help you learn anything on the Adobe exchange. That Mm -hmm. is, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One of these days when we get some time, it's something I like to do more of, but that's not happening right away. Um, like Patrick was talking about, we, he had some, um, you know, work with his new tech coaches. Sure. And mm-hmm. I tried to gather a band of, of experts and, and called them the Sync Masters. I like da, that da, name. Yeah, yeah, to, Very nice. You know, help out with our Schoology and eSchool Gradebook Syncs. And, and they were already great at it. But we got together and we put our minds together. And uh, they're the gurus at each of our middle schools. And they have really helped out a lot. Shout out to the Sync Masters. Yes. Woohoo. So, I mean, that's, that's it. And then we, we just got started and 
And now here we are, December 7th, as Yvonne said. Yeah. And Yvonne, how about you? Wow. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Summer Tech Academy today. Um, so it was pretty, it went very well. Smooth, I thought, I thought. in Real fact, smooth. there was a lot of talking after the fact, I'm still hearing teachers saying, you know, we're talking about in service day. Oh, we'd really like to have something like that summer tech Academy. Yeah. yeah they like that yeah. format. Yeah, yeah. Especially teachers sharing what they're doing, you know, in their classroom. Um, that speaks very well to, you know, it just, Teachers feel connected. They get connected to someone else who maybe has the same problems or the same challenges that they do. Um, I, I think it just is a great format. So I think we'll probably continue to do that. Um, so that was great. Um, just in general, um, my summer I did, you know, kind of the same as everybody else did, try to recharge a little bit, uh, did a lot of walking. Um, so I'm still trying to walk, even though it's a little cold out. Uh, but I found yes. like a really good walking area, um, Trexler Park in Allentown. Oh, I like that place. Yeah, yeah, very, very. yeah. That's backstory awesome. on that is incredible. Just yeah, had well, a bunch yeah, of land. Ha- yeah, gave it. Yeah, gave it to the Harry Trexler. Was that the county? Yeah, I mean, he he created the park system in Allentown. One day I was there, I saw five deer. It's just, just walking around. It's just crazy. Well, yeah. there are a lot of them this year, well, though. Right. But well, maybe not after last Monday. But <laughs> They've come out of hiding <laughs> oh, right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, poor Bambi. Um, so just in general, I mean, we're just keeping on, keeping on. Uh, we were using Schoology a lot. Uh, you know, last year, Schoology is a bigger thing. So we have a lot more excitement with that. A lot more teachers helping other teachers. Uh, we're, you know, diving into formative assessment. Uh, and I'd like to think I'm trying to focus on creativity this year. Uh, so I'm really, in, you know, embracing things like we video and getting in a lot of classrooms and getting a lot of people excited. And I want to give a shout out to the high school uh, world language teachers. Uh, I have a soft spot for them. Uh, understandably. The yeah, because of my background. But um, it, it just has been really awesome, you know, collaborative videos. Uh, you know, it's just something you couldn't do before. Yep. And now, you know, they're trying it and, you know, we're doing green screening. I know Patrick, you do a lot of that. Um, and then just recently, I've just felt like I've given out so much information, like here's a handout on this. Here's how you get started with this. So I create a new website for that stuff. Uh, so, um, you know, it's nothing much, but, uh, it's a, bit.ly slash BASD. I don't know if that's the right app, uh, URL. I'll, I'll get it to you later in the episode in the show notes. But um, I like the design. I, you sent it to me last yeah, week. It's beautiful. Yep. Oh, it's inspiring well, me to redo mine, even though my purple is getting uh, old. Yeah. I mean, I, I did like <laughs> the way- It is 2.0 though. It is. I mean, yeah. Google Sites, I wasn't a fan of Google Sites really because I thought it was too simple. And they came out with those templates. Yes. That you can. The inserts, right? Exactly. You can insert in a page and then it will have like a graphic and then it will have your text. And that's what I did. I liked it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, well, I'll have that in the show notes. And they um, say, so you have your tweet, uh, Twitter feed there on the right hand yeah, side. Yeah, th- that's the part I like. That makes it really dynamic yep. and like up yep. to the minute. Yeah, I have a what's new page and, and uh, that's what I have there. Um, but yeah, and so I've been on Twitter quite a bit. Uh, 
So uh, I know there are a lot of people out there that use Twitter, and I've been seeing them Who's got put that? out a lot of good stuff. Who's ca- Laura, you I have like, your camera. You better take a. We got to do, do a it. selfie right now. Definitely, and then we have I, to tweet this out today. I right. guess. I'm uh, definitely going to selfie this, but I, I want to say a couple words about Twitter also, and this is not scripted at all. I'm out in all four schools and, you know, I get a chance to get into classrooms and if not to check out my feed to check what I'm tweeting, but more to find out what's going on in middle school, because I've tweeted some things recently. Uh, we have a, a great new uh, German teacher over at Northeast that's doing some awesome things with uh, Adobe Spark and having the kids practice their German speaking. And there are all sorts of tweets, not just taking pictures of it, but showing the resources and giving links to the resources. So it's yet another place where you can see a picture of something happen and actually get the resource for it. And I will uh, put some of those things in the show notes also. That's great. Great, great. So um, moving along, uh, just a quick uh, recap. I was going to talk a whole lot about Tech Academy, but I think it's worth being said or just repeating some of the things. I know uh, our keynote was Philip Vinogradov, um, uh, the uh, tech director uh, for Upper Dublin School District. Uh, I know that our district has kept in touch with him, um, but there were a lot of requests for uh, the video that he showed during his, and I think it was toward the end, it was like History of the World in Two Minutes, and it was a student-made film. Uh, I'm going to put that in the show notes, but if you were there and you remember, it was a very dramatic, kind of like it took you through a lot of, you know, the civilization with, you know, just flashing pictures and um, wonderful music. I had a lot of people say, which video was that? Can I get that? So I'm going to put that up there. Um, Kind of encapsulate like the fact that things are moving so so fast. fast. Too fast sometimes. Too much thing. Too fast. Yeah. 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 I mean, he starts, I think it starts off with like, you know, where we've come from, like literally the beginning of life. And it, it's a little dated, so it's not like till this year, but just very recently. Let's just put it this way. Everything is dated within, yeah. within about two minutes. Like two so. minutes, yeah. Right. As of two minutes ago, you know, there's new stuff up there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. That, yeah, that and the debrief on, on some of the sessions, you know. Mm-hmm. We could, get, there was a huge list. And people love to be able to say, hey, I like this one and this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, which one do I go to? When they went to A instead of B, but... We put all their resources on that link. Right. And now they can see it. Now, so the schedule, right. The schedule was like a, uh, their documents. Hyperdoc. Yep. That's right. Was that hyperdoc? And, uh, and even for us and we're presenting and we're like, ah, really we're in a, you know, I would have could wish I could have gone into that app, uh, that, that room to see it. And, but now we can't because, uh, all those resources are right there. All right. I know I linked my presentation. You linked your presentations. It's Mm -hmm. so, you know, they are very valuable because they're all packed with links and resources. And then even if you can't really pull it off yourself, you, you know, okay, this is the person that gave the session. I can contact them. Right. Yeah. We'll put that on the show notes, the schedule for the sessions for the tech Academy, just because it's over doesn't mean you can't go back to those resources and check them out. So yeah. Um, Perfect. And we also had a get the word out room. That was fun. There were people in and out of that all day long. 
They loved yeah. it in there. They and, love yeah. putting on the headsets and talking in the mic. Just yeah, like we so do. they yeah. kind of broke in our new equipment. So a shout out to uh, Mark James. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, for we're using our new mics, uh, Procaster, those of you who are interested. And we have a Focusrite uh, USB. So we're using more professional kind of equipment. It's a little bit better than that one mic where we're all huddled around it. Just can seem to be able to add and, and whatever right now. This yeah. is great. When anybody's talking, just throw throw an idea. In yeah, there. almost I, like a, a professional show. It feels awesome, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, I feel like we aren't held back by the fact that well, you say this next, and you say that like next, an order. and yeah. yeah. Hi, I'm Lori Sarusi from Brockle Middle School, and now the tech tools segment. So my tool is Pear Deck. You know, we used it last year a little, but this year's full steam ahead, and it, it, it's been around. The best part about it, it's we're trying to use it heavy in the elementary level this year, and it's one of he- heck of a great tool for student engagement and basically classroom uh, employment equity. It helps to support what the teachers are doing and make some formative assessments. Uh, we use it, or I'm trying to introduce it more as a lesson starter or a lesson ending. Uh, maybe in the middle school and high school, we're using it more for a 40 or a whole block system. But for elementary, you know, we can throw some quick data in there, even if it's a, hey, introduce this. And then students can take part, answer questions, draw on the screen. And then the nicest part is when it's all said and done. But we can click a button and their takeaways, the entire uh, Google slideshow is uh, sent to their own Google account. And then they can recap. So I'm trying to now push teachers to use it as a study guide. So mm. you can run two or three of them for a whole lesson or a unit. And then before you know it, students can have their own notes. It's almost like an open note review mm-hmm. and uh, works in the classroom. I, yeah. just, I just saw the other day a teacher use it as a student critiquing method ah. for uh, presentations. Each student's presentation was shown and then the, the Pear Deck slide was um, presented and the students, you know, rated on various rubric ah, criteria. It very was nice. pretty cool. Yeah, I've seen it used uh, for reviewing of cab- vocabulary, you know, having pictures on the screen. Oh, uh, that flashcard factory. Cla- yeah. yeah, and then flashcard factory, we played a little bit yesterday with the other uh, IU20 tech coaches, just giving a shout out to them. I, I can't believe that we didn't know about that. I thought we were well, high end we, people. We kind of knew about it, but there's just so, so much of the tool. Much. There yeah. is, and I I played with that the first time when I did an in service with the world middle school world language teachers, and one of the things I showed them was Flashcard Factory, which made me really learn it. And yeah. they all left there, you know, saying. We're doing that We're on doing Monday. It. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So those of you I know in the secondary level are using um, Pear Deck for formative assessment. There's a whole part of it called Flashcard Factory. There, there's another side to it that hasn't really been looked at a yep. lot. So check out if you really like Pear Deck or you want to look, you want to learn more uses of Pear Deck. That Flashcard Factory is really cool. It sure. is, and something that also needs to be said is it is linked with Quizlet. Yes. Yeah. You just it creates it those creates them flashcards can, automatically. Absolutely. And, and the kids are making the kids are creating as they're well. They're creating the, their own flashcards. Yep. yep. It's really cool. Laura, you're up next. Oh well, you know, um at Tech Academy, one of the big tools that, 
you know, is very popular is called Flipgrid and Flipgrid is in the news a lot. And I see it all over Twitter. And I have to be honest, I wasn't really seeing the power of Flipgrid. Flipgrid is a tool where uh, teachers create grids for video discussions. And it's almost like a panel where each student has a little, um, I don't know, looks like a, a square. Yes. Like almost yep. like the Brady Bunch. If you, any, I'm dating myself here, sure. but uh, students have comments that they add and it's a, a video comment and they can have discussions which are in grids. And that grid is a community. Um, what I recently found out is that some teachers are using this as a way to share with other um, communities. That how they, they use it as a way to connect with other schools. Um, and we're going to hear from a teacher today who used it to connect with another school in our area through their tech coach, Brian Scholl from Nazareth. Shout oh, out to Brian. Shout out to Brian. And in a way that the kids could pick a topic, research it, and debate it using the Flipgrid community. So I was really excited about that because that is a an example of how we can extend the walls of the classroom. So I'm seeing Flipgrid in a, in a whole new light. Very cool. Um, yeah, we're, we're seeing that a lot at the high school as well. Um, my tool is a big tool. It's not WeVideo. <laughs> Again, <For one>. sure. <laughs> Hold I mean, on, I'm going through video, the notes. That is correct. Yeah, WeVideo is, is usually like I cheat, uh, but I'm using WeVideo all the time. Um, it's a new tool for us called PlayPosit. It's been around for a long time. Um, if you've used Edpuzzle before, which has been you know, prevalent in our district. Um, this is very similar to it. Um, PlayPosit is a web and Chrome-based interactive video and assessment tool. So again, you can use it for formative assessments where you can add interactive elements to a video. So adding a question, putting a pause, um, you know, in, in this tool, it, it's kind of a puzzle on steroids. Yeah. It, it, it is, wow. <laughs> um, and I could talk a little bit about what we're using it for. Uh, I'm working with the ESOL department. Um, but one of the things about the tool when we're paying for, because yes, we're paying for uh, PlayPosit, is it is integrated with Schoology. So you can create your PlayPosit. They call it a bulb. It's that interactive video. And then, you know, you just put it in your Schoology course There's a certain way of doing it. And you don't need to create a class or enroll the kids and play pause. It, it just does it. Seamless, right? It's seamless. And then if you have, you know, questions and you give them points and, you know, it's all self-scoring, all the scores automatically go into the Schoology gradebook. So you don't have to go back and forth. So that's kind of the reason that, you know, we're paying for it as well. Um, so ESOL, the thing I'm using it with is um, they're trying to, you know, recreate some of the conditions where um, students are taking that proficiency assessment called the WIDA. Uh, shout out to Carol Schachter, um, who's, um, you know, she's really uh, pushing for, and, and all the ESOL teachers are, is getting those kids recording and, you know, hearing themselves and, you know, to hear how they improve and, Using that tool, we can create videos kind of like what they may see, you know, in other situations where you can actually record your voice in the play posit, you know, in response to a question, which is different and a little bit more than you can do with that puzzle. Yeah. So there's stuff on our show notes about play posit 
Um, so that's my tool. All right. So a new beginning <laughs> and a new goal segment. We did have, and we we talked about that. We talked about the Great Summer Academy we had, uh, and uh, we're going to share it in the show notes. And it's contagious, and we're, and that's what we're looking for. We're looking for teachers, like you said, Yvonne, at the beginning, say, "This is great. I want to share it with some people." And Yvonne, so we have we're, we have an interview coming up here. Yeah, I'm going to set up this interview. Um, Robin Alozi from Liberty uh, came into the Get the Word Out room. Uh, we had a lot of great interviews, and she was really excited about um, a class that she was going to teach. It was seminar, but it was uh, focusing on leadership uh, called Lady Leaders uh, is how she refers to it. And um, so she had a great, um, she was so excited. Uh, and then I also chose to go back to her and see how it was going yeah, since, sure. you know, we kind of... Uh, we're a little bit late on our episode here. Let's listen to Robin Alozi and Vicki Barkas talk about what they're doing in their classroom this year. Uh, well, I'm Robin Alozi, and I teach at Liberty High School. Awesome. So uh, what brings you here today? Uh, what would you like to tell us? Um, well, today I just wanted to learn some new uh, technology resources that I can use in the classroom. Um, I am a special ed teacher, so I've taught in all different content areas, but um, this coming year, I'm challenged with a new venture. Um, I'm going to be teaching a freshman seminar class, but it has a, like a leadership component. Um, it's geared towards students that are at risk and struggling, um, and I'm just excited because like this is just what I do every day, but now like I can focus this whole class. So I've been given a little bit more freedom and creativity to work with. Isn't them, that what that all population. teachers need? Mm -hmm. They all need the freedom to be creative, especially for the kids that walk into their classroom. Yes. Right? Yes. So do you have any ideas about what you might do in your class? Um, well, on top of the requirements mm -hmm. that comes with freshman seminar since it's part of the business department um, using like Naviance, um, like Career Cruiser, just to get those career assessments going. Um, but like I said, with this particular course, it's leadership and also with um, that transition goal in mind of what do they want to do um, after high school. So like, again, like um, Mr. Bailey, his passion, what's your passion, what's your purpose? That is a guiding force to the, uh, all of it. Just, you know, who are they? How do they fit into their community? What can they do for their community based on their passions to create that purpose for them? So now that we're kind of almost midway <laughs> through the year, I mean, I've seen a lot of tweets from you as far as what's going on in the room, you're bringing in people. Can you talk about mm -hmm. uh, how that's progressing? Well, I think it's progressing very well. Um, I love that like I'm able to use that social media to get the word out. <laughs> right. I love that. Love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I could tell that, you know, and it was presented in a way of like a sisterhood or a sorority. So they know that they have those bonds, those connections that, you know, we're right with each other up. yeah it was it was interesting for me to get used to that schedule this is the first year i'm teaching in a freshman center class um and so it was like a learning a sharp steep learning curve for me and 
you know, working with the girls too, as they are freshmen, it was nice to be able to like work together on learning that schedule. Like um, I have like the Remind app, we have the Schoology, I have Twitter, um, email, they see me in the hallway. Like there's all these connections where I can, you know, send out reminders and um, the same tweets, I post those to them. I might have like a little meme or something um, to show them, you know, some type of like inspiration, motivation, quote, things like that. So I try to keep connected to them even outside of class. Um, well, that's great. Yeah. yeah. And that's one thing that um, speaking with um, some people about, well, where do we go from here once the semester's over? Because a lot of the girls are like, they're starting to realize, oh my goodness, like our time together is winding down. Um, so Mr. Samatulidis, when he came in and observed, he had mentioned, well, just because the class doesn't stop, doesn't mean you don't have to stop meeting with them. So we're trying to work out ways that like I could check in with all of them together as a group. So we're setting that foundation now, but it's almost like I'm training them, but eventually they're going to have to like move out on their own and continue that bond if they want it. And right. You know what you're right. Um, right. It's interesting. Um, this is a little off topic, but I'll sure. come back. Yeah. Um, they have been working on Naviance so on some of their um, assessments. And there was three of them on the same laptop. I walk over and they're looking at apartments.com. And I'm thinking to myself, at first I'm like, why are they looking at that? Like little videos and things like that. I was like, you're looking at post-secondary goals, right? Independent living goals. And I just said that kind of facetiously. But then they're like, no, yeah. We're looking because we both we want to go to California, to L.A., to go to college. And we want a roommate together. So we're just looking at apartments. I was blown away. And then also, too, we had mentioned during the summer about digital portfolios. And I have set up or had them set up Google Drives. Mm-hmm. And... Every time they do something in class, write a reflection, you know, keep a track, like a journal reflection um, mm. document, running document in mm-hmm. Google Drive. So I love Google Drive, G Suite, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. When they turn in assignments, boom. So yeah. it, it's, it's great. Like the technology is definitely a big part of this course. Mm-hmm. Um, it does keep those connections going. It keeps right. everybody informed, communication lines open. At the summer tech uh, the, one of my sessions were was working with the Adobe Spark um, programs, and so I and that together. was uh, Lori Martin, yes, who gave yes. that session. Okay, yes. shout yes. out to Lori there. Yes, he taught me a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, so this Adobe Spark is really informative about your program. So can we? share that to the listeners? Yes. Okay, great. Hi, I'm Vicki Barkas. I teach seventh grade language arts at East Hills Middle School, and I'm currently working on a Flipgrid project collaboratively with a teacher in Nazareth. Tell us a little bit about the project that you're working on. So uh, my students are writing argumentative essays. They um, spent some time researching. They chose topics of their choice. and. Uh, Basically, we're using this as a research project combined with a persuasive or argumentative. So um, they're using their topics to create Flipgrid videos. These Flipgrid videos will be posted on our board, and the students from Nazareth in um, Linda's class will be responding to our videos in a 
using a series of questions that we created together. Uh, then in the new year, we're going to flip that. Linda's students are going to create Flipgrid videos using their research skills, practicing their debate skills, and my students will be responding with the same questions. Wow, that sounds awesome. How did you come to connect with um, students at Nazareth? So a couple of weeks ago, uh, Brian Scholl, the tech integration specialist in Nazareth, reached out to me and uh, was explaining that he's trying to bring Flipgrid and other tech tools, trying to introduce them into his district. And he was wondering if I had any ideas to connect my students with students in Nazareth and sort of help everybody use some tech in a little bit more of a collaborative way. So um, he connected me to Linda over in Nazareth. She teaches eighth grade uh, language arts, writing. I'm not sure exactly what they call it over there. And um, we decided to use our argumentative units because they were happening concurrently and decided to take um, my students and their perspectives and use technology to connect and interact with Linda's students and their ideas and their project. So do the students debate uh, the questions or the problems that the students uh, research for you? Yes. So my students chose their topics, they researched, they created essays. They're going to use those topics to create their Flipgrid videos. Linda's students are going to watch those videos and then debate my students with the topics that they've chosen. When we flip this and do this in the new year, Linda's students will use their debate topics um, to create their videos and then my students will <clears throat> piggyback off of that, use Linda's students' topics. So the topics are going to be fluid and individualized based on what the children decided they wanted to write on themselves. So does this go in like, you know, classic debate format, like point, rebuttal, or is it more, I don't know, um, user-friendly for the students to just kind of say what they say without the formality of a debate team format? So uh, when we created questions to um, help guide our Flipgrid videos, we decided we'd give the kids a two-minute time limit. That way, if they wanted to take 30 seconds, they could take 30 seconds. If they wanted to take the full two minutes, they could take the full two minutes. And we just gave them guiding points. Mention your claim. Mention your reasons. Put your research in there to back up your reasons and do that however you want to do it. So um, for some kids, you know, they'll, they'll do it in a little bit more of a formal way. For some kids, it'll be more of a conversation. So I think that's going to depend on how comfortable the kids are with talking, how comfortable the kids are with their research. And um, when we respond, when Linda's kids respond to me, when my kids respond to Linda's, they're just going to be asked um, to pick a few videos that they agree with. Um, and explain to the original poster why they agree with them, pick a few that they disagree with, and respectfully explain to the original poster why they disagree with them. Wow, there's so much here other, you know, outside of the academic part. Well, what kind of soft skills do you think the students are um, learning from this experience? So I'm hoping that uh, my students and Linda's students both sort of take away a sense of being able to speak respectfully with someone that they've never met before, being able to debate somebody to say, you know, I don't agree with you, here's why, but I appreciate that you have that opinion. Um, 
part of the draw of doing this with a school in Nazareth is that my students have never met Linda's students and vice versa. So these are kids they don't have any interactions with, they have no prior relationships with. Um, it's cool to be able to use technology to bridge a gap or to connect with kids that we wouldn't usually see. And um, you know, part of just being a person in 2018 is being able to meet a stranger and have a discussion with somebody that you don't know and, and have it be respectful and be confident in who you are, but that doesn't mean that you have to crush everybody on your way. So it'll be interesting to see my kids take their essay topics that they feel so strongly about and debate them with kids that they don't know, um, you know, efficiently and effectively and respectfully. So I think one of the soft skills that I'm hoping my kids take away from this is maybe a little bit of empathy or maybe a little bit of understanding for the opposite viewpoint and how other people get that across. So one of the things I heard from Vicki is how she connected. And I, I did look on Flipgrid and did a little research and find out now they have this program called Grid Pals. Grid with, Pals, sure. Yeah, which actually helps, they help you connect with other classrooms. So Vicki, in this case, had the benefit of knowing Brian Scholl from Nazareth. You wouldn't even need to have um, that contact. Uh, Flipgrid that will help you connect with another classroom. So anywhere in the country, and they have a whole... Um, country map with pins on it and you can kind of look around. So uh, that's something we should definitely look into. Yeah, definitely. The thing that ran through my head uh, with Vicki was when she talked about empathy, you know, everybody knows about, you know, the news stories and then you have the comment section afterward uh, yep. and how yep. that can be. I wonder, and, and I almost, <laughs> I don't know if I should say this, but if it was video instead if that would help that calm yeah, down I mean, a bit. There, there's sure. the whole other aspect of maybe you don't want it to be video, but um, the fact that you're actually seeing the person gives it another dimension than you otherwise may not have. Sure. So that's a really cool thing. Um, and one thing I want to say about um, Robin is the thing that really uh, rang true to me was just the connections that kids were making. Um, she talked a lot about... Uh, you know, the fact that, you know, they all were kind of going through the experience together and uh, they were thinking about their careers together. Like it was just an interesting atmosphere and, you know, bringing experts and so forth. But I really liked when she talked about how looking at students who are planning for college and she saw those kids looking at, you know, an apartment for themselves because they're going to go to college together. Like oh, they were wow. just kind of thinking ahead and saying, and they're in ninth grade right now. Sure. So, you know, I think it's a success. And I think the fact that she uses Twitter and social media was so important um, in binding them. And um, I know that she's going to continue to do that. That's great stuff. That is, it's, it's great to hear there are programs like that, that really do bind kids forever. Yeah. So important. So I guess this is the closing of our show. I think I, I think like and I'd it. like to keep talking, but uh, we, we want to keep a limit on this. Yeah, and, we have uh, so much to say, but uh, because it's been so long, but we hope you enjoyed these stories, apps, tips. Um, and for Christmas, um, I thought I'd throw in something. Um, I don't know if any of you out there are old enough to know the old Yule Log. Channel 11. Uh, on Channel 11. <laughs> 
Um, yes, I used to watch it faithfully. So in the show notes, I'm going to have a link to that, that you could have your own Yule Log. The actual Yule Log, it's two hours long. Um, if you want to relive those days, or I also found the Hootsuite Owl. High definition, correct? Yeah, that one's high def, and you got a little owl there. So anyone who's into animals, it's adorable. So uh, you could have your own fireplace. And right next to my real yeah, fireplace. Yeah, and you can give, you know, get the word out, uh, credit as, you know, hey, you got to listen to this podcast. And I could put it on my phone. They can show it in their classroom, have that Yule Log going. While students are working, that there chills is, me out. That, yes, it's it's very peaceful. Um, I will also say, um, you know, you can find get the word out at uh, bit.ly slash bsdgtw, uh, and we're still on iTunes, I think, <laughs> Google Play, <laughs> uh, Stitcher, and Spotify. Great. I think it's gtwo. Did I say that wrong? Yeah. I don't it's even okay. know the name of our podcast. That's okay. It's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while. But wow. we're, two, we're 2.0 right now. Right. So. GTWO. Right. Yep. So um, have a great Christmas, everybody. Yep. You too, Yvonne, Patrick. And we will see you soon. In the new year. On the other side. <laughs>